Welcome to the Pray Together podcast. Today's podcast is about the steps you can take to create your own prayer closet or prayer space. My name is Amelia Sims, and I'm a retired United Methodist pastor. Now that my husband Ed Sims and I have retired, we live on Lake Logan Martin and worship together at Pell City First United Methodist Church. Now, why a prayer closet? Why a prayer space? I first became interested in creating a prayer closet several years ago after watching War Room, a 2015 movie starring Priscilla Shirer. In the movie, the main character is given some tough love advice when she reveals the bitter spirituality hiding under her outer shell of the so-called Christian woman who seemingly has it all together while her marriage falls apart. The older woman giving her advice has a prayer closet, which she refers to as a war room. The woman says, in order to stand up and fight the enemy, you need to get on your knees and pray. Of course, Priscilla's character begins to do just that, creating and eventually carving out her own prayer space in her incredibly full closet. She just loves shoes. After watching the movie with some church members, several of us agree that we would like to have such a closet. So I went home to our parsonage in Trustville and started creating just that. Creating a special prayer space or prayer closet resonates with the words Jesus gave us on the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel. Verses 5 to 6 in chapter 6 say these words. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. I don't think Jesus specifically was telling us to, we all, all Christians need like a prayer room or prayer space, or we have to shut the door. I mean, I was just thinking when I was reading and preparing for this podcast, how many doors were there really in first century Jewish homes and how much privacy would you really have? So besides all that, I do realize that what Jesus is saying is don't be putting on a show when you're praying. Do it privately. Do it away from watching eyes. I mean, if somebody sees you, I don't think, you know, it's not like this terrible thing, but, you know, Jesus is saying, don't be like those other people that make a big show of it. Now, there are four simple steps to create a prayer space. Number one, pick your space. Number two, clean out your space. Number three, figure out what you need in your prayer space. And number four, use your prayer space regularly. Now, I'm using the words prayer space because I realize not many of us have enough closets to be able to actually carve out a closet, but you might have a place, a certain place in a room or a bedroom or someplace that you could actually create a space that might not be a prayer closet or prayer room or war room. So let's start with the first step. Pick your space. Like I said, this doesn't have to be a closet. It can be a sunroom or a spare bedroom or even an area of your garage. 
Now, the main point is that you can somehow be closed off from the others in your household or away from distractions. And you know how it is if you have small children, mommy, 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 even when you go to the bathroom, they're always wanting you, or, um, you know, the TVs are on in every room in the house, you know, you're going to have to find a room where you can turn off the TV, you're going to have to turn off your phone, all of those kinds of things. Where can you be least distracted? Ask yourself questions like this. Where do you feel safest in your house? And I'm not talking about when a tornado is coming, although that might be part of it. But just where do you most relax, I guess, be a better way to put that. Where do you now do most of your praying or Bible study? That might be already be a place that you already have. But if it's a place where you're doing your praying while six other people are doing things, it may not be the best. Can you close the space off? I mean, would that be a good thing for you? Can you create a space that is just for you and not a conversation piece? So it's not like, hey, look, there's my prayer space or prayer room in my house. Now, also make sure you don't create a prayer space that's too far away from your usual living. Um, the parsonage we lived in when we were in Trustville, Alabama was, was actually a three-story house. But the upper floor was um, really not used by anyone besides our son, and occasionally um, a visitor. But it was almost too far away. And so I ended up rarely going up there. I already had a prayer place. So, you know, don't think, oh, I've got to have something totally separate when you already have something established because it'll just work against you. And I'll, I'll talk more about that when I get through with all these steps. The second step is to clean out your space. Look where you are. What around you is distracting? If you're facing the television, maybe face a corner or something. Uh, what is unnecessary there? Uh, do you have things by your chair that you're going to be fiddling with when you should be praying? What makes you feel cluttered rather than safe? If there's too much stuff piled up next to you, it may be you know, just not something you want to be focusing on when you're supposed to be talking to God. What is definitely not spiritual when you're there? For instance, if you are in a place where you have mirrors or ugly wallpaper, uh, maybe that might take away your time from God because you can be looking at yourself and thinking about all the ways that you need to change yourself or thinking about, you know, how how you look or don't look, or you might be distracted and say, oh, look, I need to redecorate. I need to pull down that wallpaper. Also, if you're looking out a window into your neighbor's award-winning garden, it might be good if you can just appreciate God's beauty and nature, but it also might be distracting if you'll be spending your time thinking how you can best them in your own yard or critique what they have planted. I had to take out extensive shelving in the closet I set up as my prayer closet. Thankfully, there were very many closets in that house, and I had plenty of storage space, so, you know, it was not a problem, and we later were able to put the shelves back when we moved out, so I did keep them, so, you know, don't just throw everything away. The third step you have to um, create a prayer space is to figure out what do you need in your prayer space. For instance, you know, it could be a Bible or it could be your um, uh, prayer beads. For me, I wanted some type of whiteboard and whiteboard markers to write out prayer requests, prayers, scriptures, names, anything that I can think of, drawing a little bit, 
all of those things I felt like I needed. So I ended up purchasing a huge sheet of white hardboard from Home Depot, which my husband had cut into two pieces to fit in the back wall and on one side wall, which also basically neatly covered up the holes left by removing the shelving. And I also wanted a small chair to sit in there. I didn't want anything that was too big or too comfortable, um, but I didn't want to be like, you know, totally uncomfortable. I also wanted some kind of altar or table with some storage. I ended up finding, I guess it's sort of a small captain's chair, but just really small. It's not one of those huge things. I found it at an antique mall. It was just right. And then I also found a small used sewing table that had storage inside that I was able to put some things in. It really was nice because it made a little altar. I could cover it with cloth. I had candles in my Bible, a journal, lighter, all those kinds of things, prayers written on cards, and I could store all of that in the little sewing um, table. The fourth step is to use your prayer space regularly, and this is probably the most important step, okay? This is where I failed. <laughs> use your prayer space regularly, wherever it is. Pray, read scripture, meditate, pray prayer beads, listen to music, listen to a sermon, maybe listen to this podcast. The more you use the space spiritually, the more you will feel comfortable spending time in it and wanting to spend more time there. One of the best scenes in the movie War Room was when somebody who didn't know anything about who had lived in the house or whatever walked in this older woman's uh, former house in the closet. There was nothing in there. He walked in. He said, this is holy ground. He was able to tell that somebody had been praying there. So the more you use it, the more you create a space where you're in prayer and communicating with God, it will feel more uh, like a holy place or holy ground. Now, this is the one part where I failed to follow through on because I tended to spend my morning devotional time elsewhere in the house. There was a sofa or a seat where I, you know, would also read and watch TV and things like that. But in the mornings, it was especially quiet, or sometimes I went out on a screened-in porch. So to use my prayer closet became a chore because I would have to actually go up the stairs, and I would have to make sure that everybody knew where I was so nobody would come looking for me. And it just became, it was not a joy. And I think that's the main thing. Your prayer space, praying, should be a joy, something you look forward to. Just make sure that it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think part of my problem in that instance was, and I think it's still true today, is where I'm praying is also where I read. When I was in that house, where I was praying was where I read, where I watched TV, where I visited with friends. And I really needed to separate those so that, I had a place that was just for prayer. And that's probably the most difficult part about creating a prayer room or a prayer space or a war room. Now, I've retired, no longer living at that house. I have not yet created a prayer space here. You know, I took down the hardboard, put back the shelves back up, gave the hardboard to a friend. I really, just doing this podcast made me realize I need to create a space 
that is just dedicated to prayer. And I also realize that I probably need to change where I'm doing my prayer time right now because there's so many distractions that are happening, especially with pets because they all want their food and it's not time for their food yet and that kind of thing. And I just, I realized that doing this podcast, I need to really work on, you know, not that I, not praying, but I need to work on my own prayer space. So good luck on creating your own prayer space. And as we go, um, I'd like us to take just a moment to say a prayer. Let us pray. God, thank you for the gift of prayer and being in your presence. Help us to create a special place just for us to communicate and be with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.